starts right now. Here's your host, Aaron Summers. Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast. I'm Aaron Summers. The second week of OTAs is underway. They kicked off Tuesday. They'll run Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Next week will be week three. There will be actually four days of voluntary workouts. And then the week after will be the three days of mandatory minicamp. So everybody should be here in roughly two and a half weeks, which should be a lot of fun. However, right now, head coach Dennis Allen said, this is an opportunity for everybody. A lot of the younger guys to get playing time, get better, figure out the execution, what they're asking for for this upcoming season. Uh, look, I think with all these guys, it's just how do they improve day to day? You know, we're, we're not uh, we're not in a rush to make any uh, quick evaluations on anybody. We're, we're really just trying to see guys uh, take advantage of the opportunities that they have, and, and guys get out here and and, uh, and compete and see who can execute and, and uh, you know do what they're being coached to do. Linebacker Demario Davis attended his first voluntary practice on Tuesday. He said he's feeling more passionate about this city and this team than ever before. He said he feels like this team has all of the pieces for a really successful season as long as they continue to put in that work. My love for this city and this team is as high as it's ever been. Um, you know, you, you think you you know what it means to, to play in New Orleans. Um, and to be a part of this culture and to be a part of who that nation. But the longer you're here, the more it becomes ingrained in you. It's like a good gumbo, just the seasoning just just sits in there, you know. Uh, you know, when the gumbo and you bite a piece of shrimp out of that gumbo and the season is just you're like, man, that they, they marinated that gumbo. It's sat and it's again it's great. So you gotta be from New Orleans to really know what we're talking about. But that's what it means to be in this city and play for this team. It just becomes ingrained in you and Man, I want to give my best for this locker room and these guys, but I want to give my best for this city. And I feel really excited about uh, the offseason moves that's been made. Um, I'm really excited for our defense and the way we finished last season and where we can go. I'm really excited to uh, from from the offense and the special team standpoint, the pieces. Um, and all you want is a chance. And once you got the right piece in the locker room, it's about building it. And so we have a long way to go. We got a lot of work to do, and it begins right here. And with OTAs and mini camp and bringing our best foot and just starting to lay those early bricks in the ground um, because, you know, everybody's in a race to get better. And, and it begins, that race has already begun. And so we got to try to gain as much ground. That's why it's important for all of us to be here and to be putting forth our best effort um, every day. We can't lose time. And so we do all of that because of how much we love for this, this, this team, this city. And um, my fire is burning, is blazing higher than ever. And so I'm excited. And it didn't take long for the veteran linebacker to be impressed by the new quarterback, Derek Carr. His reputation uh, precedes him. Um, the Bible says it's better to have a good name than silver and gold. And so he has a good name. And and you see it um, immediately, the way guys have jailed to him. And, and, and going against him, you know, in my first practice, you can already see how he ignites that offense, um, how he's taking control. Uh, seems like they have a lot of things over there where he's comfortable and able to to generate and move the offense how he needs to to feel comfortable. And, and you can see the difference. Um, and you can see how excited the guys on that side of the ball are. And so the best players are the ones that make the players around them better. Um, and he's doing that clearly. 
And uh, I mean, I, it, it jumps out at you, you know, the first couple of reps that you're out there going against them. And so that's exciting. So, um, and he came over and was asking me questions. So somebody that thinks about the game in that way is going to be interesting for us to be able to cross your information. Sorry, cross your information because uh, I can pick his brain. He can pick, pick my brain. We can talk about what you're seeing. And that's only going to make us better on, respectively on our side of the ball. For our podcast today, we're catching up with a few of the new coaches, tight end coach Clancy Barone and defensive back coach Marcus Robertson. Barone has 34 years of coaching experience, and it actually goes all the way back to Texas A&M with Coach Allen. Barone was an assistant coach while Allen played there, and then Allen moved on to be on the coaching staff and they both work there together. Both coaches spend some time at Atlanta and Denver together as well. Barone was most recently coaching with the Bears and has developed some pretty well-known tight ends over his time. Antonio Gates, Algie Crumpler, Julius Thomas, and Kyle Randolph. Let's check in with him on the group he has here. New coach, getting yes. used to how things are done here with the Saints. How's it been settling in for you? Oh, it's been great. You know, football's football. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's great to be around uh, veteran coaches, uh, especially guys like DA and so forth. You're on great ownership, uh, front office people, whatever. Guys that, that, that share the same vision of, of the right way to get things done for that, that ultimate goal down the road. And then, uh, and then you know, obviously the way that we're, that we're building the culture within our, our own rooms with our, our players. I, I think it's, it's, it's very special, which is why I'm, I'm doing this. It's, it's for that uh, experience. What can you draw off of from your previous experience now being here with this team? That's a great question. A lot of it is it's, it's understanding, again, uh, the culture of, of, of what it takes to win and make sure that, that, that the players all hold each other to a, a, a certain level. And, and coaches do that amongst each other and so forth. Uh, and also along with just, you know, understanding, you know, trying to trying to see down the road, okay, if, if we let this, this certain technique or this certain uh, scheme not get corrected now in May, then what about next um, October, November, December when I was going to get called in, in a game? So I understand this is not a, a, a bell curve. We want this thing to be constantly climbing to where we're playing our best ball when it really matters the most. So a lot of different types of tight ends that we have here. I mean, starting with Jawan Johnson and the growth that he's had over the last season, how much more do you think he can grow this year? There is no doubt he's got a lot of lot of room to grow. Uh, in fact, all, all, all of them do, and, and Jawan knows that as well. Um, one of the fun things is just taking it day by day and finding those those little nuances, the, the, the little details maybe he hasn't thought about yet, and then helping him grow in that fashion, and then and then watching that reaction once he realizes, oh yeah, that, that actually works pretty good, and that he can actually grow even more than what he thought was ever possible. He and I had had a great conversation back when I first got here. I said, just just you know, buy into, in, into the process, and comes come August, you're gonna you're gonna grab me. So you know what? I, I'm not even sure who that, who that player is out there because it's so much different from what I've ever done. And just just to watch it, his growth is it's it's really fun for me and also fun for him. Another very versatile tight end, Taysom Hill. I mean, he adds so many different assets to an offense, not only just as a tight end. How can you utilize him this season? You guys have anything new in the works now that he's really gonna lock in on on that role again? You know, there's there's always going to be some new wrinkles and so forth. You know, uh, you know, fresh out there and just do the the same thing with him would be somewhat predictable. Um, and obviously, you know, he's not he's not here during the OTA part of it, but when he is here for for the uh, vet mini camp, we'll be sure to work on those on those little differences and those little nuances of, of ways to highlight his his certain skill set. 
Lucas Kroll is somebody that stands out. Obviously, he's very tall. He's a big, yeah. big presence on the football field. Do you see him here as as a big role within this team? You know, I would say right now, number one is, you know, based upon our, our numbers, he, he has to be, mm -hmm. and which has been great for him. Only having three tight ends are able to go every day. That's been a great thing for him. So now we, we he's he's being forced to be called upon. Whether you know whether or not that was that was the plan going into it or not, that's that's the plan now. And and that happens during 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 the football season. All of a sudden someone someone's number gets gets called. It's always going to be a, a next man up mentality. Uh, but Lucas has got, I think, untapped uh, potential. He's got he's got the frame for it. He's got the speed for it and so forth. Um, but he's a guy that I think is realizing that he's just starting to scratch the surface. He's got a huge upside, and, and I think he's just now starting to realize that. There's a lot of new pieces on the offensive side. You've mentioned culture a few times, but how do you build that chemistry? Everyone has their own way. I, I, I certainly have mine that has worked out for me over 20 years in the NFL, 37 overall in, in coaching. Um, so everyone has their own way of doing it. Uh, number one is you have to show up and enjoy the people that you work with. And, and, and you have to enjoy going to work because this is not easy. You know, so everyone would do it. So you have to find ways to make it to where the grind and and the blood, sweat and tears and so forth does not become something that you just dread. Where you actually, you actually hit the hit the door and just cannot wait to get to work that day. That's, that, that's the same for coaches. It's the same for players. And so a lot of that, it, it, it all starts at, at the top with ownership. It, it comes down through, through the front office. It comes down through DA and then, the, and then down, down to coaches to keep it light, keep it fun for the players, to help them grow and show them on tape. Here's, here, here's, here's why we're doing it. Here's how you're getting better. If a player can feel like he's truly getting better, then, then they, all, they all buy in. But that certainly helps with, with the culture. You talked about fun, getting out there, showing them some new stuff. Do you get on the field? I mean, I feel Absolutely. like you, you're in pretty good shape here. You, you still you go with them? You weren't watching me? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, yeah. I still got it. Yeah. Yeah, there's there, there's no doubt. No, I mean, um, I do try. And that usually means I have to have some sort of surgery during the offseason as well. <laughs> I just no, it. But it is fun to go out there and, and, and get hands on with the players and, and show them. They'll, they'll, they'll take their take their time to kind of bust my chops a little bit when they, when they want to keep me in. Back, back down to earth again, that type of thing. But uh, yeah, I still got it. I, I, I've got, I've, I've got a couple snaps left in me. Outside of football, what do you like to do? Have you been getting out to explore the city at all? I have actually. Um, I live in the warehouse district, so there's a lot of great places to go within walking distance. Uh, which I'm probably going to stop doing that when it gets a little hotter and a little more humid. I might want to think twice about that and start taking Uber. But um, no, what a what a great town though. What a great city. And uh, I've, I've really only been here for football games. Never really been here for anything other than that. And uh, yeah, I like, like them. I would say love it a lot. Uh, the people here are very welcoming. Uh, it, it, it really feels like home. It's, 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 it's a really cool place. Well, we're looking forward to seeing what you do with the group on the field so this upcoming year. So am I. Yeah. Thank you so Th much. Thank you so much. DB coach Marcus Robertson has over 30 years of playing and coaching experience. Robertson was an all-pro safety for the Houston Oilers slash Tennessee Titans, playing 12 seasons in the league. He previously served as an assistant coach for the Arizona Cardinals, Denver Broncos, Oakland Raiders, Detroit Lions, and Tennessee Titans. Robertson was an assistant DB coach under Joe Woods, who was then the DB coach, when they both coached with head coach Dennis Allen at the Raiders. How have you been settling in here with the Saints? Getting OTAs underway here, getting comfortable with the players? Uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, the players have been fantastic. Uh, we're getting um, a lot of guys coming in during this period of time, so we're getting a lot of quality work done. 
What are you hoping to bring to that side of the ball? You've seen what the defensive backs can do you know, over the past few seasons. I'm sure you've watched some tapes. So how do you think they can elevate? Um, well, I think uh, number one thing is it's important to uh, do things right. You know, it, it's important to execute the defense the way it's designed to be played. Um, I've been brought here to put these guys in position to make plays. So I'm trying to put us in position to, to get more turnover opportunities, uh, shortened fields, things of that nature. Um, and the way you do that is by constantly uh, just demanding them to do it right. You've had some experience working with defensive coordinator Joe Woods, head coach Dennis Allen. When you guys were both with the Raiders, how have you grown from what that group was able to do there? And what is what are they going to bring into the situation here? Um, well, I think it's great because we've already got the continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, since uh, Oakland, we've been a couple different places. So you got to kind of refresh your memory with uh, some of the terminology and things of that nature. But as a whole, um, we we know exactly uh, what DA is looking for, and we're going to do everything we possibly can to give it to him. How do all the different personalities mesh? Because you guys are all specialists in the secondary. Well, you know, I think it's interesting. Um, uh, you know, me and DA uh, also were around Greg Williams, so mm-hmm. we kind of – uh, know how what his mentality was, what you know, uh, how demanding he was, and, and how things had to be. So DA knows I'm coming with that type of mentality. Uh, Joe Woods is a is an outstanding teacher. Right, understands the game like the back of his hand, and uh, puts us in position uh, to execute at a high level. So I think with 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 those our three personalities. Um, I think it's going to be uh, going to be really nice this season. You had a very successful playing career, played over ten years in the league yourself. How have you seen the game change as far as what the defenses are able to do, players are able to do? Um, obviously, it's uh, it's almost like watching cars to a certain degree. I remember there was a you know the Mercedes Benz is a whole lot slicker now, so it's a little bit more aerodynamic. So uh-huh. you got guys now who. Uh, you know, that are, you know, 260 pounds who can run four, you know, four, 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 five. Uh, and then you got players that are multidimensional as opposed to, you know, when I played, it was kind of a different type of game. It's a little more uh, offenses are attacking with the width of the field as well as uh, spacing you out. So um, that makes it a little bit more difficult. But the talent that we're able to put on the field right now, when you got multidimensional players who can can play like X's, um almost like uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to do that, you make it very difficult for offenses to create mismatches and it puts yourself in a better situation to go out and be successful on every single snap. What is it that drew you to coaching and keeps you in the game in that side? Um, you know, I was always told, you know, if you if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And, and I've loved this from day one. And I've just been fortunate enough to have the opportunity. So with every opportunity I get, I try to maximize it to to the fullest. Uh, My job is to bring out the best in each and every individual that I coach underneath my watch and to get them to play at at an extremely high level. What are you looking forward to about this upcoming season? Um, I'm really looking forward to the dynamics. I feel like uh, defensively um, we're going to come together and be a – a very explosive defense. Um, I know that term is kind of used on the offensive side of the ball, but I'm looking for us to be a a vigilant, fast, uh, physical football team that attacks the ball and protects the paint. Do you think Coach Allen has swagger? 
Uh, yeah, in his own little way. <laughs> <laughs> in his own little way. He's, he's got a little swag. Yeah, Alante Taylor was telling me that he thinks that Coach Allen has some – he wants the team to play with swagger on the defensive side. Right, and, and, and we're going to bring that. I mean, that, I mean that, that, that's the attitude and the confidence of, of going out every single day and just trying to find a way to get better. I tell the guys every day, I said, it's, it's important for us to work at work. Yeah. Right? Get, this is not a time to play. This is a time to come here, execute, and find a way to get better every single snap. Well, we look forward to watching you guys continue to improve and when you get on the field for the first time in the fall. All right, looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate both of those guys for joining us on the podcast today. It's really good to catch up with some of the new coaches. We'll continue to do it as these next few weeks of practices continue. And thank you all for joining me on the podcast today and tuning in. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on NewOrleansSaints.com, the Saints mobile app, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.